0: Welcome back. This is episode four of Hotels, Diary of a Single Black Woman. I'm Tierra. I just want to say thank you to everybody that listened to the last episode and everybody that wrote me it was like, it was so funny. I actually had a lot of people that wrote me about divorce questions. So I'm just going to start off this episode answering those questions. So here we go. And I can only speak on my personal experience. So a lot of things I won't go into full detail about, but I'll try to answer them the best that I can. So the first question was did you know it wasn't gonna work before you got married so the answer to that is no i didn't know it was gonna it wasn't gonna work um i will say that leading up to the wedding a lot of stuff went wrong like everything pretty much went wrong and it was so bad to the point that the day before my bridal shower i remember asking my best friend Girl, do you think this is a sign from God? Maybe I shouldn't be doing this because everything is going everything that could have went wrong went wrong. And even the week before the wedding, so I had an outside wedding and The week of it was supposed to rain on my actual wedding day so i remember the planner was trying to come up with a different option so that we could do it on the inside i hated the inside options i was just like you know what maybe we should just call it off and just not do it because i don't want to get married on the inside i like my outside option i've been planning for this for months it just was a disaster um even the day of my wedding it started raining and i remember people being like oh if it rains on your wedding day that's good luck bs (laughs) i'll call bs on that first of all because no it ain't um i don't know i just didn't know that it wasn't gonna work prior to the actual marriage now after the fact maybe six or seven months into being married i started to feel like i was just really unsure of why i was married and i can't even say it was just the, the marriage i was unhappy with my job at the time um, uh very unhappy with myself not feeling like i was supposed to, where i was supposed to be in life i remember waking up every morning and just asking myself how the hell did i get here and it was crazy because we had bought a house and so I guess on the outside, it looked like we were winning, but on the inside, for me, I was just so unhappy. Every day, I woke up very, very unhappy. And I remember having a conversation with him and just letting him know, I'm unhappy. I wake up every morning and I ask myself, how the hell did I get here? I don't know how I got here. It's just, I'm not happy with this life. I'm not happy with myself right now. Um, I don't even know that I was necessarily happy with him at the time. And so, you know, that's just, that's, that's what it was. So I, once I started having those feelings, yes, I, I quickly realized that maybe this isn't going to work. Next question is, what was the last straw? Oh, y'all trying to get all my tea. Um, I can't tell you what the last straw is or was for me specifically, just cause I, I can't speak on that right now, but something happened and, um, I got a room in Columbia just to clear my head. I needed to be in a new space. And so I went to Columbia for a week. And in that week, I went through every emotion that you could imagine. So I went from being extremely happy to extremely sad to very, very calm to very, very jokey. Every emotion came to me. I remember being in that hotel room and just like, singing if you know me you know i love to sing i can't sing but i love to sing like it brings me happiness to do that y'all probably made 20 tiktoks that week i bought my fire stick with me so i watched all my favorite movies it was just me nobody knew where i was but my family and my close friends it was just the best thing for me at the time i'm telling you if fuck it was a person it would have been me because i literally dropped everything and went to columbia i'm like i had the time of my life when i was there that was definitely a turning point in my life for sure That was the first time in my life that I actually dated myself. So I took myself out, spent money on myself, bought nice things. I don't know if y'all have ever seen that movie with Queen Latifah, Last Holiday, I think is the name of it, or something like that, where she got a concussion. And she had all this money saved up and she went to, I think, Vegas and just blew it. So I didn't go to Vegas, but I definitely went to Columbia, South Carolina and blew it because I had saved up so much money because me and my ex, we told each other that we wouldn't have kids until we had X amount of dollars in the bank. I had X amount of dollars in the bank and I just wasn't spending it because I wanted to make sure we were good for whenever we had kids. And baby, once I realized it was over with, oh my God, I was in Colombia blowing money like crazy I was shopping eating at all of my favorite restaurants it was just a whole vibe and let me just tell y'all how God works so I remember one of the nights I was at the hotel I was just in my room chilling and I got bored so I was like let me go downstairs to the bar so I went downstairs sat at the bar at the hotel and was having a couple drinks and I had some cheesecake or whatever because I saw they had that on the menu and I'm talking to the bartender, and then this other man was there, this older gentleman, and he was like, you know, what brings you into town, whatever. So I started having a conversation with him. He asked me what I did for work. I told him, and so I asked him what he did for work, and he ended up telling me that he was a divorce attorney. I was like, wow, guy, you really want me out of this thing. So me and the man sat there for maybe like an hour, maybe two hours, just sitting there talking. He gave me a lot of legal advice, and I think that was – my exit right then and there next question are y'all still friends if not could y'all be friends look at (laughs) y'all um no we're not friends we're not friends we don't communicate at all um i think that we both uh how can i say this we both respect each other's decision and wishes to not communicate with each other anymore so we're not friends. Um, maybe in the future. I don't know. Maybe a lot of time would have to pass though. Maybe like seven, eight, nine, ten 10 years, maybe last question. And then we getting off this divorce topic. Cause I don't want this to be a gloomy podcast. Um, would you do it again? I would 100% get married again. 100%. Um, if I found somebody that is worth my time and that treats me really nice and that is you know, everything that I'm looking for in a man because at this point I'm not looking for anybody right now, but I am very specific about the person that I do want in my future and the characteristics that I want him to have. And so if he does not check off all boxes, then no. But if I meet somebody that checks off all my boxes and is everything that I have ever wanted in a man, yes, I will 100% get married again. I don't know for a fact that I would have a wedding again because that was just so stressful. That was, ugh, I, ugh, I hated wedding planning. Um. So maybe not, maybe not have a wedding again, but I would definitely get married again. I just wanna make it very, very clear though. I am not an advocate for divorce. I am an advocate for happiness, but I commend people that can stay in marriages for long periods of time, because for one, divorce is very, very stressful. It's very traumatic, it can be very expensive. I even remember being hung up on the fact that I had had a wedding and that I had spent so much time on my life with this person, pretty much all of my twenties. And I was like, no, I just don't want to go through a divorce. I don't want to give it all up. But I had to learn that you cannot get hung up on experiences. You cannot get hung up on time. If a situation is no longer serving you and you're no longer serving that situation, then it's time to leave. And once I actually accepted that, I moved on with my life, um, but it was rocky. It was very, very hard. Whenever I first moved here to Charlotte, I didn't know anybody here other than my cousin, so I spent a lot of time in my house by myself. Um, I had a job whenever I first moved here, but because of the stress of everything, I couldn't. I had to take a test for the job, and I couldn't pass the test. And so I ended up like just giving up on that job, and I ended up finding something better. So <clears throat> it worked out for me, but... I was just in the house all day, every day. I was so depressed, trying to get adjusted to my new life and it just was not coming to me like I thought it would. I remember my cousin would always talk to me about manifesting and so with my sister and I remember one day I had a conversation with my cousin and I was just so pissed off. I was like, I don't know what you're doing because it's not working for me. I tried to manifest in the way that you told me to manifest and nothing's happening. I've been doing it every single night. I'm frustrated. Nothing's coming to me. I am over it. And he was like, girl, you just got to give it time. You got to give it time. It'll come to you. I promise just trust that it'll come to you and I still didn't believe it so then I remember having another conversation with my sister and I was so depressed that day just out of it I was really out of my mind and I was having a conversation with her and I was just like listen I've been trying to manifest nothing good is coming to me I don't understand I've already been through enough I am over it. I tried to watch several different videos on manifesting. It's just not working for me. And I told her that when I was exha- exhausted, at that point, I hadn't slept for three days because when I would fall asleep, I would dream about my old situation that I had just got out of. During the day when I was up, I would think about it. So it was like no escape in the situation. I was, it was constantly on my mind. And she just had a long conversation with me and she just really made me snap out of it. And I kid you not, I don't know what happened in that conversation, but I started believing the things that I was trying to manifest. And within a week, everything that I had been manifesting and writing down and speaking about and doing affirmations, everything came to me. I got a job. I can't go into detail about everything else, but everything that I was manifesting came to me within that week. So that's just to say, give it time. And I'm I'm speaking from experience because I was frustrated and I wasn't going to give it time, but I gave it time. And one thing that I learned on TikTok was I forgot what the method is. I don't know the name of it, but how it works is basically you get a piece of paper and you write down everything that you're trying to manifest and you get a bottle of water and you sit it outside in the moonlight. So I've done it on like full moons. The last two full moons we had, the last three, maybe. I think it was either the last two or the last three, I did this manifestation method. And I'm telling you, within a week, everything that I was trying to manifest came to me. It was so crazy. So that's how I like to manifest. Also, I like to write things down. I haven't tried the 369 method yet, but I think I will on the next full moon. I'll definitely try that. But I'm interested to see how everybody else does their manifestation. So please drop it in the comments. I'm just curious. Okay, so yesterday I put this question up on my Instagram asking, what's your toxic trait? Be honest. So I'm about to read off everybody's response and then I'll tell y'all what my toxic trait is. So it was two people that said that they're passive aggressive. I've definitely been there and sometimes I'm still there. Um, this other girl said, I check his snap numbers in the morning and at the end of the day trying to figure out who the fuck he entertaining." Okay, do y'all remember when Snapchat would tell you who the best friends were? I don't know who the hell at the Snapchat headquarters decided to change that, but thank you and fuck you at the same time because that was so helpful. Y'all have no idea. Um, somebody else said taking a rubber to go link, but still hitting raw. My god. Okay. <laughs> um. Somebody else said, "When needed, I lie just as bad as the niggas do." I know that's right. Um. Yeah, I match energy. I I get it. I'm with it. Um, doing shit I couldn't take if it was done to me. Then playing the victim. I can't stand that. Oh my god. I hate that. I hate that. But I'm also slightly guilty. Um, ghosting them, then popping back up when they look happy. This is toxic behavior. You must be a Scorpio or a Gemini. I will definitely ghost people, but I don't pop back up when they're looking happy. i pop back up when I'm unhappy, and I don't care if they're happy or not. I'm popping the fuck up. Hi, you remember me? <laughs> what you been up to? House life? <laughs> oh, somebody said flirting with people knowing damn well I don't want them. It's me, AF, because I, I'm a big flirt, I realize that now, but half of the time, I really don't be wanting anybody, especially not the person I'm flirting with. The people that I really be wanting, we don't even be talking like that. <laughs> and then somebody said, telling people, let's link and end up staying at home. It's me again, I'm the same way. Yeah, I'll flake in a second. I will definitely flake in a hot minute especially if I'm tired if I'm sleepy oh you can hang it up we're not linking sorry all right so I'll give y'all some of my toxic traits I don't do this one anymore but back in the day if I was talking to somebody and they kind of ghosted me or fell off a little bit and I wanted to talk to them again I would maybe FaceTime them and let it ring once or twice and then hang up um and then if they call back i would maybe text back like oh i didn't mean to call or i would text them before they even called and be like didn't mean to or something like that at least now i'm on your mind you know what i mean now you're like oh what she want what she got going on over there um but i stopped doing that i'm not doing that anymore also i feel like cutting people off at one point i was really good with cutting people off like you had one time to piss me off and it would be a done deal dead in the grave six feet under i am not as harsh anymore um another one of my toxic traits let me think about it oh i used to i used to tell people lies like if i was trying to test them let's just say it was a new person i was talking to or a new friend i would tell a lie to see if it came back to me and if it came back to me obviously i couldn't trust them but then if it didn't then i'd be like okay you know they ain't talking like that okay I actually still do that to kind of test people out. I'm not even going to lie and say I don't do that. I do that just to see. Just to see if it'll come back. My other toxic and also selfish trait is right now, I only talk to people when I want to talk to them. And what I mean by that is if I call you at 9 o'clock at night and you don't call me back or text me until 11 o'clock the next morning, I no longer want to talk. I wanted to talk at 9 p.m. It's the morning time now, but I do realize that that's very selfish and one-sided because I do that to people all the time. Like I will call, if they call me, I won't respond back sometimes until like two days later and it is what it is. I don't know. Y'all, I got ADHD. You cannot sit around here and let my mind wander because if my mind wanders, it's going to wander the fuck off. You got to keep me entertained while you got me. Otherwise, it's an L. It's an L. All right, that wraps up episode number four. I'm going to try to stay more consistent. I was supposed to drop this podcast actually on yesterday, but it's coming out today. Next week, I'm going to make sure I drop something real fun for y'all. So talk to you next week. Bye.